Come on, computer, you can do it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't think the computer made it. <laughs> Are we back? All right, I think we're back. <laughs> the computer almost crashed. Hi, everybody. Welcome to uh, another episode of the Best of Five show. My name is Elon, and I am joined here with Steve Ace King Offsuit Jurek and special guest panelist, soon to no longer be special guest panelist, as decided by five minutes ago, <laughs> Sheila Moore, the Purple Sharpie. Welcome you back. You can't get rid of me anymore. I'm permanent now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now the show just good, got right? 30. You get it? Because Sharpie, permanent Sharpie, you get it? Like, that's it's a good. whole play on, it's a pun. It's that's a pun, good. guys. I, it's a pun. I, you're fitting right in. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. You're fitting right in. <laughs> yes. So the show, the show just got 80% cooler and 80% awesomer. So welcome permanently to the show, I suppose. Uh, and this is our announcement that we decided on, like, literally right before I hit the go live button. First of all, thank you to Blue. Let's give him a big old clap. I'm giving you a clap uh, for subscribing. 23 months in a row. All right. So. Ooh, two years. Oh shit, you're right. I I, yeah. I guess I just see numbers and I'm like, I just read them off. I don't think about them anymore. You're uh, almost okay. there, my guy. Keep giving us money. I, 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 <laughs> I like the golf clap that you did. It looked like you practiced it for months at a time, just for this one moment. Whoa. Was, Me? It, rehearsed? It, never. Oh my god. I am literally can't believe this. You know what? Let's really dissect <laughs> that moment. Wait, time out. I have slightly larger glasses. These are the same one. These are the only glasses I got. This is this is all I got right here. The only thing I can do is just look like that ass guy. Cue the CSI Miami. No, wait, that's not the right one. Okay, 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 okay. All right, so I guess if there was an explosion, this would be a blow-up Tuesday. No, no. I'd like was, to rescind my offer was, oh. on being a permanent <laughs> fixture. <laughs> this is what I, I was talking a, about. I don't believe this the quality is... of the podcast is quite what I expected, you know, from Best of Five. It seems to have quite gone downhill since the earlier formidable days. Not going to name any names, but, you know, of, of it's definitely a, definitely off suite of what I consider to be brand. Oh. Oh. Ouch. Well, thank you, Sharpie, for right being a permanent fixture on the show for all of less than an hour. Uh, it was great to have you. Uh, <laughs> but let's let's start getting into some business here. First, last week, I decided to put an unrealistic sub goal to see if we can reach it. And I put something ridiculous on the line. I said I was going to shave my facial hair to a selection of which our Discord chose. And... Discord chose Street Fighter Five Birdie facial hair, so that we is why Birdie is in front of me. What? Go ahead. We should point out that we have not seen this. Th no. This image has been the image we've been seeing <laughs> since we got on this call, so we have no idea what this looks like. Yep. I'm I was really gonna excited. make a joke. I was gonna make a joke that this was it, and that I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna. Uh, actually shave, but I feel like that would have been really mean. So, when I clocked out of work, I spent all of two hours shaving and getting this ready. So, 
without further ado, I got to tell you, though, as I was doing it, I couldn't stop giggling because it looks so ridiculous. And it's, it's kind of close, all right? It's like the realistic version of this, so everybody relax. But here we go. Ready? Everybody prepared? Drum roll, please. Microphone. Oh, my God. <laughs> it doesn't come across very well in the camera, but, like, I actually, like, even curled this shit. Afro puffs. Oh how do you have? God. How do you have Afro puffs on your chin? Ja, I didn't know they were gonna do this. They literally got you and me. Oh, when somebody says block no. Commander CDR, get the fuck out. This took me two hours. I even like curled it and everything. No. Anyway, I'm wearing this for the next oh, month, so I hope y'all are happy. You have to stare at this for the next month. He looks like the man in the bowler cap from a series uh, of unfortunate events. It, it, it looks like you know how, like, when you create a character, they give you some options, like, for hair, and they and you can move it and move it to, like, the end of the slider where it starts on the bottom of your face. It's... <laughs> Oh my god, Elon. Elon, I'm sorry. Oh. I respect you and I love you as a fellow fighting game enthusiast and commentator and player, but that looks absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I know. You're aware of this, yes? Yeah, and I'm wearing okay, cool. it for the next month because our chat decided to get 10 subscribers on here last week and then voted for it. So the mustache, I mean, look, I'm, I'm working with what I got here, Rick, all right? He's saying that the mustache not connecting is the carpe diem. It's like, I'm working with what I got here, all right? <laughs> <laughs> look, I, there's only so much I can do with the shitty facial oh hair that I have. Oh, my God. I didn't say it. It was chat. I didn't even say it. It was chat that said that. Y'all really had to do that to this man? Look, he has to go to work. He has did. bills he has to pay. And y'all making this man look like that. That's so messed up. Here's Here's the That's beyond. First of all, I work from home, so I have not left my apartment in like months. <laughs> so this oh, is fine. No. Second, oh my God. if I do go outside, I'm wearing a mask, so people won't be able to see this. So really. Oh no, they're gonna I'm see fine. the side, sweetie. They're gonna see it. They're gonna see. They're gonna see all of this, and they're gonna be like, either this man has the most ridiculous mustache <laughs> in my life. I've ever seen, or there is no mustache and it looks so ridiculous. Like that's all they're going to think. There's only the two. There's no, there's no middle option. That's, those yeah. are the only two things. Yep. That's crazy. Here's the, here's the, here's the beauty of I it. I really tried uh, like, getting this to work, but it just didn't go. Where is Charles Lee in chat? Uh, brings up a good point. It looks like the Chris G special. It looks like he's got a second set of headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I'm actually lightheaded from laughing. I laughed really hard right there. Things are fading out. <laughs> oh my god. Well, look, um, you I will say this. guys are trying to get me in trouble. Y'all trying to get me in trouble. That's what that is. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm about to lose job opportunity. <laughs> out here making fun of this man. Uh, look, okay, first of all, stop. I'm making fun of myself, so everybody else can jump, <laughs> jump in too. It's fine. I'm laughing at myself, because if you can't laugh at yourself, then why not? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I will say a couple of things. First, streaming on the corner. Thank you for the resub. 13 months in a row. Super appreciate you being here. Um, now, here's the sitch. First, I have to say, this right here feels really nice. Like, there's like an air pathway that's like cooling my neck. <laughs> All right. 
It's like an, it's a, a wind It's called the reverse tunnel. happy trail, and it's nothing new. You didn't invent it. <laughs> no, there, I'm not saying I invented it or not. That. I'm saying this feels Call good. <laughs> like, this is oh. pretty solid. I, I have a bikini waxer you may want to talk to then. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Oh, that's right. You're in Austin. Hit me with their number. <laughs> we'll talk. Uh, I need to wear only white shirts for a month to really like that shine. You're right. Um... But yeah, and like the one thing I was super proud of is I actually had it curled after I got out of the shower, but like gravity is against me here. So I can only like keep it up so far. And um, humidity, some yeah. Gel, my friend. Yeah. You yeah. need some super styling gel. Yeah. Steve, or... how would you know? <laughs> hey, <laughs> you think I wake up like this? <laughs> no, it's this styling is... gel. <laughs> it's econ. This is... 17 hours per day. I don't even know how I get to work. You're right. There's no time for work. I just live on the money that this brings in right here. It was it was so rude of me to assume that you're not a man of fashion and that you just literally wake up looking perfect. I apologize for I the am, assumption. You just I make it look put, so easy. Do I need to put the sunglasses back on to prove it? I'll do it. I got that drip. Don't, don't even play. All right. So first it. of all, I have a question for you, mm -hmm. Steve. What was the name of that basketball player that you look like? Charlie Villanueva. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, our next goal is if we get ten subs, we're gonna hit Steve to change up his hairdo, and you get the option of Michael Jordan, Charlie Villanueva, <laughs> uh, Mike Tyson. Today, Mike Tyson. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Michael Chiklis. Uh, Can we get Michael Chiklis in there? No, who's um, Keegan Michael Key? What about Cisco, the '90s uh, rapper slash hip hop R&B artist who came out with the famous world acclaimed song, "The Thong Song." The Thong Song. That didn't that win a Grammy? <laughs> you know, unfortunately, it did. <laughs> Let me let I me just double check. Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel, thank you. Vin Diesel's a good one. Vin Diesel's a good. Yeah. One. So anyway, if we get ten subs, Steve will I uh, will put uh, we'll make another straw poll in our Discord, and people can vote for what look Steve will be taking on between those that I just listed. So Steve is next. Charlie Villanueva is definitely one of them. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Get, Clean. If we get. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. If we get fifty I subs, actually... I'll actually do an Oprah-style interview with Elon as Tom Cruise. I will jump on a couch. I am ready. I will it. say that I actually went uh, as Mr. Clean for Halloween a few years back. I had, like, the little Mr. Clean logo on a white T-shirt. I was just standing like this all night. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Did it go over well with people? It went over well. I, uh, it, it's It's sort of like part of my run of just embracing the baldness as part of my Halloween costume. I've gone as Avatar Aang. Um, I think I went as Doug Funny one year. Um, I'm trying to... F I, I want to go as either Charlie Villanueva or Kevin Garnett one of these years. What? You should go as Homer, too. Homer is a bald icon. Homer... Homer, Homer yeah, but I think that's too expected. I gotta, I gotta go a little outside the loop here. 
Well, the Gen Zers don't know anything about Homer, so. I actually have a friend who has never watched a full episode of The Simpsons. Me either. Like, wait, wait, what? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay, I was going to say. I'm a funny person, so of course I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't even... I can't even exclude that because of my friend here. She, she like grew up sheltered. So she never got to watch Simpsons. So now I got to figure out which Simpsons episodes I need to catch her up on. Like I need to pick like five or six. At this point, I feel there's so much better media based off of it. I feel like maybe give her like another 10 years and then come back to it when it starts circling around while they're still, you know, talking about something somewhat irrelevant. But we had See, topics, I didn't we, Elon? We yeah, did. We should probably I, get I, to I the think show. She's huh? Probably. <laughs> like she, I'll, to be fair, she has watched the first half of Dexter, so she knows how shows can get good. And then she watched the second half of Dexter, so she knows that shows can fall off a cliff. So it's okay. It's okay. We can get her in. Anyway, stuff. So talking fighting games. We're a fighting game show, allegedly. Allegedly. Before we even get to the topics, before we even get to anything, we actually have our good old patented recap back. So, Steve, you want to hit us with that good old patented recap cap? Uh, I do. We actually had a um, the big event, at least in online circles this past weekend, was the uh, WSOE online clash. This was a pair of tournaments. For East Coast and West Coast, uh, in both Tekken Seven and Soul Calibur Six, on the on the Soul Cal side of things, Party Wolf got the win on the East Coast side, holding off Kashi in the Grand Finals. Uh, Party Wolf's rich st- uh, teammate Rich Six taking third to finish in the money. Uh, on the West Coast side of things, it was Lolo Lolo uh, Lolo. Lolo Mex, I can I swear I can talk. I was able to say that earlier. You can do uh, it. Take, taking it over uh, Sefukai in the grand final. Signia rounding out the top three. Also, shout-outs to Florida Man finishing in the top six. Florida Man can do anything. Wow, Florida Man making headlines that aren't negative. Yeah, wow. it's good to see. You love to see it. It's crazy that Florida's only going to be around for, like, another three months before it submerges, you know, underwater. Yep. Sad times we're for getting all. As much, we're getting as much out of those three months as we can. Really Although, the way, this year, the way this year is going, we're all probably going to go in December. Oh, yeah. Probably, no, see, just... Sean Spicer appearing on Dancing in the, uh, with the Stars and then immediately placing, like, top five here in Soul Calibur 6. You know, it's really, it's really crazy what you can accomplish as the world's see, ending. See, here's the thing. That was Sean Spicer, who, who was on Dancing with the Sp- with the Stars. This was Sean Spicer 2.0. Oh. It's a faster, leaner... A 360 uh, Ti version 2.0. Mm. Yeah, I bought one of those from Best Buy last week. <laughs> All right, we need to keep moving. Where... We need to keep it moving. We're super behind <laughs> on time. <laughs> All righty. What's next, Steve? All right. We're flipping over to the Tekken side of things. Uh, Glaciating is your East Coast champion. Held off uh, the Equinox teammates of Cuddlecore and Joey Fury to take the top spot. You see a bunch of the regular 
um, uh, the Tekken World Tour regulars in this top eight. Anakin's in there as well, uh, Spirogen. Uh, and you see a couple more on the West Coast side of things as Ben Chang is your West Coast champion, holding off Weapon X with Mando Savage rounding out the top three. But you also have Way Gamble in there uh, going under the name Daddy Gamble. So shout outs to Daddy Gamble. We can look at what's happening this coming weekend. Uh, a few events starting off on Thursday with another one of the preseason matchups in for the Street Fighter League preseason. Uh, this one's going to pit Mr. Crimson against Luffy. Uh, there will be an undercard as well with that. And then this weekend you also have uh, some online clashes. The Tekken Online Challenges kick off uh, for real this weekend with EU West. Um, and then EU East gets its sh- second crack at CPT Online on Saturday and Sunday as well. Sick. So I guess I, things are starting to finally feel kind of normal. Well, quote unquote normal, right? As far as events go, because now mm. there are tournaments and stuff. I, Am I wrong? I found that. I found that graphic, by the way. Okay, do it. Um. But uh, Street Fighter League in Japan had a round robin, uh, two round robins, actually. Uh, Moke is your Group A winner, and Fujimura wins Group B. Uh, Those two players will uh, qualify for the 12-player tournament uh, that will take place at the end of this month. Uh, Be sure to follow High Fight for uh, more information on that, and I'll put a link in the chat uh, to the results screen for that. Sick. Okay, so those are the recaps. That's what's coming up. Thank you, Steve, for the good old patented weekly FGC BOV uh, tournament recaps. I was going to try to come up with another uh, acronym, but couldn't get it. Uh, Okay, let's dive into these topics. So, uh, first of all, we're going to try a little format here uh, that's a little different. We're going to, since we're so bad at keeping time, well, I'm really bad at keeping time, uh, I'm making a game out of it. So we are now officially timed for every topic we're going to speak on. So after I introduce the the topic, I'm going to put a 15-minute timer on, and then we're going to discuss it. If we run out of time, we run out of time. We're going to move on. That's how it's going to be. And during the show, each one of us has one chance to add five seconds to the timer per show. So... I hope that's not too complicated. But for our first topic, let's just get right into the nitty-gritty, right? Lab Zero. Already the center, the epicenter of a lot of drama, The like in August. Five, I meant five minutes, not five seconds. Thank you, Commander CDR. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lab Zero was already the center of a lot of controversy. We had the Mike C stuff. We had the employees coming out with... Um, uh, the terrible uh, stories behind the scenes. And now, in September, there was a mass purging of a lot of employees, right? Uh, Steve, do you have any details on that? Or Sharpie, do you have any details on it? Uh, well, th- yeah, this is continuing from uh, the exodus wait, we I'm spoke gonna, of a wait, couple. Wait. All right, go for it. There's a timer. Go. Uh, this is basically feeding off of the employee exodus we saw a couple of weeks ago from Lab Zero, uh, where many high-profile members of the company left after um, 
negotiations to get Mike Z out of the company failed. Uh, and now it turns out, well, there are no other people to get out of the company. Uh, Mike Z announced, or basically all of the remaining uh, Lab Zero employees are now laid off. Um, this was initially uh, announced by uh, Kinuku? Kotaku. The, no, Ian no, Walker. not... Uh, uh, no, the... Uh, On the edge of my seat. Kinuku eggs. Oh, oh, Marie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why don't I go ahead and speak on this? Yeah. Would that be okay with you? Go for it. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> okay. So what I can say is, um, oh, man, publicly I, that I, I am a dark screen. Um, but also that Lab Zero, this, like, like Steve so aptly put earlier, this was something that has continued previously. Like a lot of the statements that we saw was that uh, Mike Zaman had actually created what's known as, I believe, just a... Um, ultimatum basically that if you were either if you were going to leave you had until you know i believe the date was august 31st to remain with the company and let mike know whether or not you're going to stay or whether you're going to leave and so what we're seeing now is due to the large number of lab zero employees that have left essentially and uh, autumn games the publisher pulling out and stating that they will no longer be working with mike z or the current team at lab zero uh, we're seeing Lab Zero basically have to cut costs, right? Um, there were there were there were other statements that came out regarding things that I won't speak about publicly, but it's very disappointing to see that, unfortunately, despite everything, Mike still continued being incredibly selfish in this instance and opted to save himself rather than save a bunch of very hardworking ethical employees that did um, absolutely nothing wrong uh, and put them into an unemployment situation and a very preventable pandemic right now. It's very unfortunate. Um, what we also saw, uh, and I'm going to mention the Kotaku, um, the Kotaku article here is that it seems as though Mike actually personally emailed Kotaku and stated that uh, there's not enough money right now to fund all the meters, all, all the members at Lab Zero. The big thing here is that typically in instances like this in a company uh, where people are leaving or f fired, especially when they've uh, gone through a certain amount of time with the company, they're given what's known as a severance package and that's just to allow them to work and be stable while they don't have, um, I'm sorry, not to work and be stable, but to find work or find employment and be stable during those times. It's typically something that you see at larger companies. Um, the big thing here is that Lab Zero actually was unable to provide that for any employees that they terminated at this time. And that's why we saw uh, Marie, otherwise known as uh, Kiko, I, I apologize, I'm never gonna pronounce that. Kiniko. <laughs> Kiniko, thank you. Uh, but Mariel um, actually start selling off some of her sketchbooks in order to raise money for these developers and artists and contractors to essentially continue living during this pandemic and quarantine because right now they 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 literally have no money they just essentially found out they're not getting any checks ever again from lab zero man it just seems like that situation is just going from bad to worse but you know a situation yeah. that's going from good to better is uh commander cdr subscribing with twitch prime thank you commander cdr we super appreciate your uh subscription Thank you again for the support. Uh, I think that puts that us at about one hell. That's one hell of a segue. segue. Yeah, that was a segue. 
<laughs> but that that does put us at nine more subscriptions until Steve, uh, until we get to vote on Steve's facial hair and hair. So uh, nine more to go. Uh, so but I I go ahead. Do go ahead. actually ha I do actually have the quote uh, that Mike gave uh, Kotaku in response to this. He says, "Quote: Unfortunately, Lab Zero was forced into layoffs because we no longer." Uh, we're, we're no longer able to meet our payroll obligations. It's not a decision I make lightly. I personally know how hard it is it can be to find employment in a poorly performing economy, but we have more debt than cash, and the last thing I would ever do is not pay my hardworking colleagues or our partners for their work. We are exploring all funding options in hopes of bringing those team members back, but right now that's the reality, end quote. That is, uh, like I said, a uh, uh, statement he provided to Ian Walker uh, for a Kotaku story on the layoffs, and I have linked that in the chat uh, if you wanted to get the um, full uh, article on that. Yeah, so uh, my question is, what does this mean for people who are part of the Skullgirls community, right? Uh, people, uh, I know that community rallied around that game, and people were very passionate about that game. And I remember I, every time I watched high-level play of Skullgirls, I always thought, man, I should learn Skullgirls. But I never did because I'm lazy. So what does this mean going forward for that community? Uh, are people still playing Skullgirls? Are people not playing Skullgirls anymore? Did people move on? What's the situation? Uh, so that – oh, sorry, Steve. Did you want to address no, this? No, you go, go for it. Go for it. I was going to go in so, a different uh, direction. So, Basically, uh, this doesn't really change anything about how the Skullgirls community will be performing or how the Skullgirls community will be acting. Um, earlier, back in June, I believe the Skullgirls community personally addressed this by making a statement stating that Mike was banned from offline and online events for the next two years as well as permanently banned from commentary. And I don't believe that situation's changed. So the community has actively removed themselves from Mike Z as of then, and I believe the general thought process now is now that Autumn Games and Hidden Variable released that joint statement about two weeks ago, I believe, um, on August 27th, regarding them no longer working with Lab Zero or very specifically Mike Z, then uh, it kind of freed the community to continue playing at their leisure, knowing that essentially the game is no longer uh, assisting Mike in any way, shape, or form, which, I mean, that's the most you can ask for honestly is just to know that like you're doing you're not you're not you're not being unethical or anything like that by playing a game and it was very very fantastic for hidden variable and autumn games to release that joint statement um that's all i can say publicly <laughs> yeah. uh and just so, just so i'm understanding this right and uh this is both for Skullgirls mobile and Skullgirls, the the game not mobile right i want to yeah. be very clear here Skullgirls second encore is the fighting game, and that's the game that mm -hmm. a lot of people, specifically you both, are very familiar with. Right. Uh, that that was originally created by uh, Revenge Reverge Games, which then became Lab Zero Games, and mm -hmm. was published by Autumn Games. Right. So okay. Autumn Games holds the IP for that. Okay. Now Hidden Variable is a completely different company, and they run Skullgirls Mobile. The two games are in no way, shape, or form. Um, affiliated with each other monetarily mm -hmm. via contracts or anything like that. Hidden Variable and Lab Zero Games were working together specifically because the communities were so intertwined. 
you know, and that was just something they were doing specifically because they believed it was the right thing to do for the community. That is public knowledge. That is something that Hidden Variable and Live Zero Games were both very transparent about. And the only reason I'm, I'm really stressing it right now is because I understand a lot of people weren't aware of that connection, but they are two totally different companies. Hidden Variable and Skull Rolls Mobile is in no way, shape, or form affiliated with Mike Z or Lab Zero Games. Okay. They're not getting any kickbacks or anything from that. And they have stated that publicly, both inside of the statement as well as previously. Now, as far as Skullgirl Second Encore, with the statement as well on Autumn Games' side, they were saying we're moving away from Lab Zero Games and Mike Z entirely, which is what gives everyone, you know, the green light to go ahead and continue playing what they were going to do. But I do want to stress right now that I do not in any way, shape, or form fault anyone who continued playing the game throughout all of this because I'm very, very much so an advocate for playing games that you love. I, I know a lot of people know me because I was, like, super big about telling people to play Skullgirls and everything like that, and I still very much so enjoy the game, but I'm personally not playing it just because of how close I was um, when all of this hit, and it hit me. Um, it hit me very personally. So my experience with the game and how I'm choosing to approach Skullgirls Second Encore now is very different from how I believe most standard players will be addressing it and I fault them in no way shape or form for that I genuinely believe that anyone who's still playing the game is a great person I think anyone who stopped playing the game because of this is still a great person and I think that as long as people are happy and playing games that make them happy they should be they they, they should be honestly still loved and appreciated unless you're Mike Z yep I, th I, I agree Steve go ahead Sorry. I don't think this really changes much in terms of how the community reacts to it because that damage has been done already. Um, I think the big the big question for me going forward is you know, is there any chance at uh, Skullgirls 2 in the future? You know, when we first heard about the news of Annie getting development and getting added to this game like six, seven years after its release, you think okay, Maybe once they wrap up with Indivisible, then maybe there might be something. But I don't really know if, even if le legally or um, all of the contract stuff says they can make another one. I don't know if you would right now. Simply because a game like this, a, a game that isn't necessarily going to be a AAA 20 million copy seller, Word of mouth and connection to the community is so important. And that is damaged right now because of everything that's happened. Even if Mike Z is no longer associated officially with the game, he's, in a lot of ways, he's still the game. He's been the public face of Skullgirls for years. And you can't necessarily just kind of brush that to us, brush that aside. So that's going to affect how you know, your advocates, your the people who are going to promote the game the hardest within the community are going to look at it. And without that, I don't even necessarily know that it's it would be worth it to go through all the hassle to make a second Skullgirls game, not to mention basically the two big driving force, head forces, I should say, and obviously not the only people involved with the creation of the game, but the two big people associated with it are no longer associated with it. So I, I, I think Skullgirls is just going to go down as the cursed game that should have gotten a way more than it ever did. Can I interject for a moment, please? Because I, it's not, Steve, I, 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 
I took a little bit of offense to things that you said. And it's not necessarily because anything that you said was incorrect. I, I understand where you're coming from, but I've been inside this community for a very long time and I have different feelings as to how everything in here is operating. I completely understand that a lot of people outside of the community right now that aren't necessarily and have not been participating in the game, haven't been playing Skullgirls Mobile and haven't been playing um, specifically Skullgirls Second Encore, may feel that way regarding Skullgirls in general and whether or not there hasn't been a Skullgirls 2. What people aren't really seeing is that Skullgirls Mobile is flourishing right now. It missed all of this. Their sales have gone up ridiculously large amounts. You know what I mean? Like people are still playing the game. They have promotions inside of the game uh, all the time. Like I, I, I see people that are still online and active inside of both the Discord. Um, there are still Skullgirls mobile tournaments happening. The Reddit has gotten an additional 3,000 people since all of this happened and has like an, an additional 45 brand new like active members. A bunch of Skullgirls mobile content is absolutely blowing up just because we're not seeing that same level of retention right now for the fighting game doesn't mean the ip itself has been tainted if anything it's given the ip itself a lot more publicity and that's something that the publisher is able to note and that is something that while we may not see a skullgirl second encore two we may see skullgirls come back inside of some other format let's say a platformer let's say an rpg there are so many things that it can do with the rp with 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 the ip of skullgirls because that universe is so vast because it has so many talented people coming in um from 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 different areas and everything like that and there's just so that the the franchise of Skullgirls is very successful. It's more than just Mike Zaymon. It is. It's it's. I I completely understand how the fighting game community can think that's all he is and that's all he's ever been and he's the face and he's this. But there are so many. There were so many other talented people at Lab Zero Games that can very easily go out do a couple of press conferences and very easily replace that in terms of general gaming to the audience. All it takes is just doing one IGN article or one Kotaku article where it's like, hey, I'm the CEO and I'm now talking for Lab Zero games. That's all it takes. Literally, that's all it takes. I've seen it happen several hundred times. And I genuinely believe that uh, the Lab Zero team could always come back from this, or Autumn Games could always get a very capable developing team on here to go ahead and um, put the IP back on the upward tick that it deserves to be on. Like, you can do so much, so, 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 so much with that IP. It's, it's I honestly think just silly to think that the publisher um autumn games would allow such a money-making opportunity to go underneath and that's all i'll say i think that's a fair point 10 seconds for a rebuttal steve <laughs> um i will use i will use my five minute extension if steve would like to speak more on it right now is what i'll do i i'm gonna let you save your extension because i think that's a good note to close on and that's time Ooh, i like that bell i like that bell Okay. You're welcome. Yo, I like this. I, I like this, honey. Oh, this is I, this is me. <laughs> I am officially sold on on this on this uh, time thing now. Yeah. Just that one sound clip. I almost want to. I almost want to use mine because I had another point to bring up. But you know what? Can't do it. Can't do it. Time's it up. Segment. That's it. it was a good segment. Um, all right. So that's the Skullgirls discussion. Let's move on to the next uh, discussion. Uh, a leak happened, and it wasn't on Capcom side. Uh, so Amazing. late last night. I think it was I, I saw it I think it was midnight my time maybe one o'clock in the morning uh, maybe even later uh, somebody had posted a picture of a new Xbox console called the Xbox Series S it's really hard to say um, and along with along with the picture of the console which looks like uh, something you would order uh, through a drive-through looks like the speaker of a drive-through window 
it uh, announced that the console is going to be go selling for 300 Smackaroos USD. That is an unbelievably important number, and I, for one, am very happy to hear that number. Discuss. I started the timer. Yay. Steve, would you like to take so, that here? Um, I can. Uh, we do have the trailer. Uh, okay, hold since on. The I'm, leak hold on. I'm gonna stop the timer. Let's watch the trailer. Give me a sec. I, I I knew we had the trailer, but I didn't think about the trailer. I apologize. Anyway, here's the trailer. So we had the leak last night, and then once that took place, Xbox, uh, Microsoft kind of came forward and released the trailer, confirmed all of the information. Um, I'm going to turn off the music just so we don't get muted here. <laughs> Thank you. See, it I looks like something that. you would order through a drive-thru window. It it's does. like a speaker. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. <laughs> Can I take your order? <clears throat> so it is tiny. It is... Um, the big thing is it's cheap. Two ninety nine for the uh, Xbox Series S, and then I believe four ninety nine for the Xbox Series X, which is going to be the higher powered version. Mm -hmm. mm. Now this this was coupled uh, with a supposed leak uh, for PS five. We we've known that they've had pre orders up which is something that they've never done. There's a question of what would the price be? Uh, so it's we, we do know that there's going to be some sort of information revealed tomorrow. Um, whether that will include the price and the launch date remains to be seen. We do know that the Xbox is going to uh, come out on uh, September or November, November 10th. 10th. Yeah. Yes. Whoops, whoops, sorry. There we go. Timer started. Yeah. So Xbox is coming out on November 10th. And yeah, um, one thing I did notice is that they, the Xbox is now pushing the solid state drives a lot more than they were before. Whereas before uh, PlayStation announced their hardware and how they were dealing with things, Xbox was just pushing the, uh, oh, you can play at 4K, you can play at 60 frames per second, blah, 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 blah. Now they're also speaking the language of load times and uh, uh, space capacity via a um, Gen 4 solid-state drive uh, driver thing, or, or hardware, rather. So is that where we're going? Is the next step of uh, next-gen games just going to be super-fast loading times and super-fast uh, uh, information sending and receiving? That's kind of what it's looking like. So here's my thought on it, right? Um, until I start seeing consoles come out with M.2 hard drives, I'm not yep. holding my breath, honestly. Because solid state, solid state drives, like, I know they were the big thing, you know, 10 years ago. And I lost my mind when Apple came out with the very first one for laptops. But we now have technology that allows us to surpass that. And seeing that consoles are still so far behind the curve. Like, if I had seen, if I had seen there was an M.2 drive, if I had seen that there was a 4K, that there was 4K resolution available on there. And what really concerns me personally as I'm looking at it, as someone who got, like, an engineering degree, specifically inside of hardware, I'm looking at it and all I'm thinking is this is going to overheat. 
easy. Mm -hmm. I understand why the price point is so low. That's very specifically because it's probably not going to last any longer than very possibly three years at most for that console. There's absolutely no way. There is absolutely no way that thing does not overheat. I would be very, very surprised to see what material will be made out of that it literally doesn't ruin the devices inside at that at, 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 at those devices in order to be at that price point. It doesn't make sense. The so only this... way they could have done it is if they, if they basically, they would have to um, sell every single console at least four times. And the only way you do that is if you expect them to fail, which is what it seems like they're doing at this price point. They're giving you a cheaper model that'll mm -hmm. last much shorter and will probably start overheating much, much, much faster at a lower price point, knowing that you'll have to buy more. That's why the X, that's why the Series X is so much higher because that's the real price point for all of the attention and all of everything that you're getting for it. All they did was just get a really good deal on a bunch of extra material that anybody could go out and get right now. You can get a solid state drive for like 60 bucks. Yeah. You can do that right now. Go to Micro Center, go to Best Buy, whatever. You can grab one and slap it inside of an uh, inside of something and just be like, hey, here's our answer because we want to beat PlayStation. That type of thinking, I feel like, is really going to hurt Microsoft in the long run, to be very honest. Yep. So now, I guess this you... means it's the re sorry, Steve. I just want to say this. I guess this means it's the return of the Red Ring of Death, right? As everybody's but that... favorite Xbox feature. But that's kind of my question on this. Do you really mm -hmm. think? that they would allow another console after the absolute beating in the press and with their reputation that the last issues, uh, last Red Ring issues had. Do you think there's even a possibility that they would uh, allow that to be an acceptable uh, approach for, acceptable? for the release of this? what is acceptable and what beaks out marketing are two completely different things because right now Microsoft's, Microsoft's number one priority is making sure that come this winter season, they are the number one designer of consoles on the market right now. And at this price point with those designs, because I'm going to be honest with you, most general gamers don't look at how long something's going to last. I've been gaming for a very long time. I understand how long it takes for a, a console to die. I understand what goes inside of a console. And I've taken them apart before. I know exactly what is made up of it. I know how much money I need to put into something to make it last. I understand that and I'm fine with it. What I don't appreciate is marketing then telling me, oh, no, 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 you can do this exact same thing at this price point and it's just as good because that's what they're really trying to sell right now. PlayStation can't beat that because that's not what PlayStation does. PlayStation does things that last. That's always been Microsoft's whole thing ever since they first started. That's why the Red Ring of Death was so prevalent. It was because people consistently bought Xbox 360s. They always do that. You know what I mean? Like PlayStation and so Sony, Sony comes out with a product that lasts. They are very much so similar to the Nintendo in that, but the philosophies that they go about it are very different. Right? They want to make it last at least five to seven years. That's what they've always considered to be the base year of a console. Five to seven years, just about, and then we start designing a brand new console based on the newest technology. Microsoft has not been on the market as long as Sony has. They don't have anywhere near as much experience coming out with consoles like that. So what we're seeing right now is Microsoft basically just being like, we want to beat Sony to the market by any means possible especially since we weren't able to really debut anything at E3, especially since we haven't been able to really come out with any of these crazy uh, indie developing conferences that like Nintendo has had. We are, we are third in the running right now for publishers and it's hurting us. And that's really what we're seeing right now with this marketing. That's what they're showing us. 
I mean, I, I'm going to be honest, it was leaked, and so they had to come out with it, so it may not even be the finished version of it, but um, I think Microsoft is just is just kind of, like, grabbing at straws right now, honestly. Yeah, well, here's the other thing, too. Um, the, the, the I think the big difference uh, between the uh, light, the PlayStation 5 Lite, as it were, and what Microsoft is showing is uh, the PlayStation Lite version of it, they never really touted it as being like a machine that's uh, lower value or that it's a machine that's going to run differently. They just took the disk drive out of it, right? At least that's the way they've been marketing it. With Xbox, it seems like they're saying, hey, this is uh, like a, an Xbox X Lite, right? It's uh, it's smaller. It I think they said in the in the trailer that it's supposedly going to run the same. I don't I didn't, I didn't really like notice all that. So it does seem like it's a little bit misleading and I am super curious to see how that tiny box is going to handle uh heat. Uh and the, it's you, not it's not. Everyone knows it's not. Come on. <laughs> and the other we know thing, it's not. Yeah, and the other thing I wanted to add too is the I think the misstep that's happening here is the whole thing with the PlayStation 5 and Sharpie, if I'm saying something wrong, you're the one with the engineering degree. Just stop me and correct me. No, uh, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> uh, no, I'm being serious. Like, if I'm wrong, just let me know. That's how I learn. Uh, but as I understand it, the PlayStation 5 is not necessarily about the solid-state hard drive, but it's about the architecture that's in it, right? That's how they're able yes. to load things so fast. That's how mm -hmm. you're able to get something like, I don't know if you guys have seen the Ratchet & Clank trailer, where you can literally teleport into any part of the level or they can load up a whole different world in less than a second. It's fucking wild. And as I understand it, the way Unreal Engine 5 is working is instead of loading a world and then putting your camera view in the middle of the world, they're literally rending, rendering stuff as you're looking at it. So if you start, yep. if you have this field of vision, nothing is loaded behind you and you turn around and they render that shit real time. It's fucking amazing. That's like some yeah. shit that I cannot wait to see where this goes. So It's really exciting. And that's something that a regular hard drive or a regular solid state drive right now, I don't believe can do. Uh, but with the architecture that the PlayStation 5 has, that's how they're able to get that shit done. Am I wrong? Um, no, no. I, I mean, general basis, that's very correct. I'm not going to go into any further because I'm going to be honest, that's a conversation that would be much longer than just seven minutes. And it would really go into like uh, how circuit boards work, how processors work, how GPUs can take processing power and everything yeah. like that. And it's not a conversation that I and think I anyone wants to have. <laughs> but suffice it to say, suffice it to say, what you said was uh, basically correct in a very good streamlined way of thinking about it. Cool. I am right. <laughs> chalk, chalk one up for Elon. Uh, yeah. But, uh, and the other thing, too, I wanted to add is I think the big shift as far as from our view, from the FGC view, is Sony kind of has a, a dominating uh, power on fighting games, right? They took Street Fighter V from what was normally played on a 360. They forced it to be on the PlayStation 4. They took uh, King of Fighters is on there. Uh, there's a bunch of fighting games that just aren't on the Xbox, right? I think the only one that was uh, on all of the consoles was Tekken 7. Uh and we saw what happened to Killer Instinct. I have a theory that if Killer Instinct wasn't a Microsoft exclusive, it would be a lot bigger. Um, so, oh, but that's keep in mind. Go ahead. They weren't trying to. They weren't trying to make uh, Killer Instinct as big as possible. Right. They were trying mm -hmm. to use Killer Instinct to make the Xbox One as big as possible. True. Mm -hmm. So, so the fact that it wasn't, you know, that they left sales on the table. If it, if it led to more sales of the Xbox One than it would have gotten already, then, you know, that's still a win for them. Mm -hmm. My big question is price. 
you know, we can talk about how they get to that price point and whether there's going to be, you know, flaws or whatever. But especially right now with so many people uh, having their way of life change over the last year, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be more price conscious about whatever luxury items you get. And let's be honest, gaming is a luxury. Um, mm-hmm. So the fact that they're coming out with a version at three at two ninety nine, and all of the rumors we've been hearing, uh, you know, there were some rumors out today that got debunked, uh, but a lot of the rumors are saying for PS five four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, if the, if there's that big of a difference in price, do you think that changes how um, FGC? goes forward you know it you know obviously it's it's sort of a cyclical thing because if you have more games you get more players if you have more players then you get more games so there's gonna be you know is do you think that would be enough to perhaps reverse the tide of uh playstation sort of locking the console uh fgc well let's look at it this way let's history repeats itself right so the shift between PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3 and the shift between the Xbox to the Xbox 360. Let's look at that. The PlayStation 3 launch price was 600 bucks, whereas yep. the Xbox 360 price, I believe, was 500 or 400 if I recall correctly. I could be wrong about that. Uh, so I think the difference in price is huge, right? And like you were saying, especially now where shit's super wacky, where we're living in a world that we never thought we would be living in, when, where people are losing their jobs because they, we can't go outside. Uh, it, I, I feel like having that difference of a price point, even if it's just $100, I, I'm very fortunate that I can say just $100, but $100 is also like two weeks worth of food, right? Mm. So, And in, in some cases, for me, when I used to live in Philadelphia, it was five weeks worth of food. So that's a big deal. And even if it's like a, a, a lesser experience, quote unquote, I'm not saying it will be. I'm just saying if it is a worse console or if it doesn't have as many uh, uh, first party or uh, first party games or if it doesn't have as many games, blah, 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 whatever, people will still flock over to it because they can get it right. You're saying gaming is a luxury. If people can have that luxury at a cheaper price point, why not? Right. And if it's, it's more widely available, then if we're locking ourselves to a specific console that's a little bit more expensive as a community, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this is going to come down to, you know, it, for these events, for these tournaments, it's not going to be, um, obviously the events that pay for the consoles. It's the companies like gaming generations, the, the places that buy these consoles in bulk, rent them out to events and try and make their money back that way. Um, I think they're pulling for one or the other to win out this generation Mm -hmm. very quickly. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if they necessarily want to buy, uh, you know, Xbox Ones and PS5s and carry both and have to replace both constantly. So I I don't necessarily know if if the price is on its own going to be enough Mm -hmm. to win the FGC market back. But I think it would be a really, really convincing argument if it does come out that you know $500 is the price the PS5 price point yeah one question we saw this happen with GPUs 
right? NVIDIA announced the new GPU last week. Uh, and uh, AMD, right? Is it AMD? I hope I got the right company. Uh, then uh, it was noted that AMD, their competitor, slashed the prices on their upcoming GPU after they heard the price point of the NVIDIA, right? Because I think the 3070 wow. is going to be $400. It's going to be super cheap compared to I this thought, generation. Oh, my thought God. It was five. Really? Wait, let me I, just I, put I, that on my new egg wish list real quick. <laughs> Jeez. I thought that was. I thought it was five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah. Uh, let Sorry, me just. Yeah. yeah the, it is the thirty seventy is five hundred. The thirty eighty is seven hundred. I believe it's six ninety nine. Um, so, can this effectively also influence Sony's price point? That's something I'm curious about. Fifty seconds to discuss. Uh, <laughs> oh man, really? <laughs> um, what I will say is, I don't even I don't even know if Sony's inside of that GPU market right now. Honestly, all the all the equipment that they make is almost exclusively proprietary for them. Like uh, to to assume that they don't have negotiation deals in place with companies like AMD and Intel and Aiden like Asus would be really silly. I think. Um, so I don't I don't know if we'll necessarily see the same consumer levels of like difference when it comes to price points. But I'd be really interested to see how that does affect how that does affect uh, con consumer interest in things like Project L, which is coming out later, very possibly exclusively for PC. Now, that's something to remember in terms of GPU, if we're talking really about like price points for that, because people do have to have nice computers in order to play that game. That's where we start having that conversation. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my I'm gonna use my five minute addition because I wanted to discuss this a little bit further. I thought I ended it okay. so well. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, denied. <laughs> sorry, but here's the thing. Uh, what I meant is is the leaking of this price uh, coming a little earlier from Xbox going to affect Sony's bottom line, right? Uh, oh, I see. So if if we now know that the Xbox Series S is going to be two ninety nine, and Sony was planning on uh, selling the digital version of the PlayStation Five at uh, four ninety nine or even three ninety nine, that's going to incentivize them to drop that price even further, right? Because they have to match the mm -hmm. competition. So I'm curious to see if that is going to affect Sony's uh, bottom line moving forward. Uh, that, so that's what I meant by that. Sorry for not. Sorry gotcha. For, okay, you know, I sorry understand. For I thought we were diring. talking about GPUs. <laughs> it, it does I, I sound. I think it will. Go on, Steve. You got it. It does sort of remind me about that whole uh, battle at E3 back in 1995 when the PlayStation was coming out and the uh, the Saturn was coming out, and neither of them were kind of everybody was kind of holding close, cars close to the chest. And then uh, Sega during their speech came out. Like, uh, I know you want to know when. Uh, uh, Saturn's coming out. Guess what? It's already out. Go to Toys R Us. Boom, three ninety nine. <laughs> and then Sony came up. Literally one word speech, two ninety nine. That was it. That was literally <laughs> the end of the speech, and they ended up winning. I think it's going to be that sort of thing because they've basically been playing a game of of brinksmanship. You know, mm -hmm. no one's let a release date slip until today. No one's let a price slip. And we're talking like we're two months out from the console. It's not like months and months away. We're yeah. like eight weeks from launch, or approximately. So they've been, they've both been trying to be the, the, not the first one to reveal something so they can react. It's going to be interesting if this does change uh, Sony's plans. Yep. And the other thing I did want to add too is, um, for Sony or for the PlayStation pre-orders, what I thought was super interesting 
uh, and slightly annoying, if I'm going to be completely honest, is they're treating it like a shoe release where you mm-hmm. enter a lottery for the opportunity to pre-order it. So, and there's a bunch of rumors that it was going to either happen today or tomorrow. Who knows if those are true? I, who knows? Um, so I'd be super interested to see uh, if, it's, if it's tomorrow, then what? And knowing the history of how everybody loves announcing shit on a Wednesday after our show, uh, most likely it will be tomorrow. Um, so we'll see. And also, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, there's another big thing that's going to be announced tomorrow, and that's the new Call of Duty multiplayer stuff. So I would not be surprised if that was going to be a joint announcement of some sort. Now that I'm thinking about it. So here are my thoughts on on PlayStation regarding the price point, right? Um, I do not think that they'll drop the price point on their current PS5. What I think that they will probably do is they'll see that Microsoft has come out with this brand new console that, like, you know, is like a lesser than version of their other console. They probably have a slim version that they've been thinking about releasing and they were going to release after the original PlayStation 5 and everything had been out for a while. This will probably just push them to announce it a, a lot quicker. That's what I think that PlayStation would do. That's what Sony has done in the past when it comes to cutting prices. Or... I, I can't see them cutting the price of the PlayStation 5 as it is right now. And I say that because I think the price point that they put it at is incredibly fair. I think for what it does and I um, and considering how much of that percentage has to be shared, I think it's a very fair price point. But I think one of the reasons, and I'm, 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 I'm kind of changing subjects here, but I think one of the reasons why Microsoft is opting to go with the whole shoe selling route is because there's no guarantee that anyone will have money in November when it comes out. People have money now, and all they can do is make the money that they're making now, because I'll tell you what, they're not making money any other way. People aren't out here buying new consoles every single day. GameStop isn't even open. You know what I mean? We don't have any way of purchasing these things. They want to get whatever money they can now to uh, make up for any money that they lost in the remainder of these last couple of quarters. That's a lot. They lost a lot of money. Everyone has. We've all seen it. So I'm sure that they're just like, whatever we need to do to make what little money we can right now, we need to do because we have people we need to pay and we can't make these cuts and go under forever. Nobody wants to see a, a world where Microsoft is closed. Me, least of all. And as much as I may feel a certain way about the Series S, I still really hope that it's somewhat successful so they continue making games that I enjoy, you know? It will be. Um, I, I just don't see it. You know, I, I, I really think that price point is a game changer. I, I mm. truly feel that if it's even for, or even if they come out at three ninety nine, I think that having that lower price option is going to be such a game game changer because if you remember the Xbox 360, Xbox Arcade was such a huge system seller. That's it. <laughs> Time's up. Damn. All right. <laughs> Unless you want to use your extra. Steve, you minutes. gotta you gotta hit those points, bro. You gotta hit. I'm those saving points. it. You have I'm the saving it. I'm saving it. <laughs> I'm saving it. I got. I've got one extra. Are you saving, saving it, it much like Beaver FTW just saved our dignity by subscribing for almost three years now at tier one, thirty-four months? Thank you so much, Beaver FTW, yeah, for the win indeed, he, my friend. For the win indeed. He's a founder. He's a founder. He's one of the first. So that puts us at eight subscriptions away for Steve to get his hair uh, hairstyle chosen by the community. Eight subscriptions left. All right. So that was the console talk. I wanted to talk more about it, but unfortunately, the timer, we're, we have to obey the timer. 
Sad if only times. we had two different extensions that we could use to give either Steve or you more time. Yep, I already used mine, so I ain't got nothing. Uh, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I, I, I think we should move on to the video thing because I want to make sure we get we get time for that. What video thing? Oh, are you talking about the... Because yeah, y'all are trying to get out of this. Out yeah. of what? Uh, start the timer. Start the timer. Okay. All right. Oh, uh. <laughs> oh shit. See, all it took was a little bit of taunting. All it did. Look, my neutral is nice, honey. My neutral is nice. All these reads, honey. That's not just Skullgirls in this bitch, okay? That's Sharpie. That's what? Sharpie with these reads. Out what? here full screen, honey. Yeah, use What's your up? extension, Steve. Let me talk some more. Wait, so are we using the extension or are we using... We're going yeah, what's good, Steve? No, 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 no. We're talking about the videos. We're, we're, we're Start the 15 timer. Okay, so I guess we're at a new topic. I, I don't know what's going no. on anymore. I'm just starting the timer. No. Go ahead, okay, Steve. because all this talk about Elon Love and the show, all this talk about Sharpie being excited to be part of the show finally after blowing up DMs, uh, which we will not discuss on here. Um, and all of a sudden, they both want to leave because they both want this job, apparently. Um, there's this television network that's coming back. G5-something, F4. Alon is leaving the camera. Bye, Alon. So G4, they put out a call for talent. G4 needs talent, apparently. They are asking people to send videos to try and become members of their network personalities on their network. And I thought we had something special here with the show. But apparently y'all want to move on. Because Alon's made a video to try and get hired. And Sharpie's made a video to try and get hired. <laughs> And y'all want to just leave me alone with the show and my sunglasses. Screw y'all. Here, here's, here's the thing, Steve. Do you see what I've done to my face for this fucking show? No, because I got my sunglasses on. I don't see anything. How These dare you? Sunglasses. How dare you say? These aren't just <laughs> reflective black. This is actual black. I can't see shit. How dare you say that? I don't care about the show or whatever. <laughs> Look at this. I now have a, an airway on my chin. You basically, your chin is now a great uh, way to test the aerodynamics of Formula One cars. Yes. Might as well just lay down in the middle of Monza right here. Um, oh, by the way, that race was amazing. Uh, but here's the sitch. So G4 put out this thing, and we were talking a little bit before the show. Uh, before, I think before I hit a live, lot. I don't remember if I, we actually were live when we were yeah. talking about it, but... We Sharpie, were live, too. Yeah. Were we? Okay, great. Sharpie, yeah. you grew up with G4. I grew up I wishing did. I had G4, because I didn't have the big, complicated cable box. <laughs> uh, until then, I got it, and then I watched a lot of X-Play and Attack of the Show, and then Cops. So... My, my whole thing with this was, I saw it happen, and I was like, hey, G4 is cool, and I want to move to L.A., so I made a video, and it took me three hours at like four o'clock in the morning, and mm. I made a video where I rambled about whatever the fuck I rambled about. I don't even remember what's in the video, and then I just posted it to Twitter. Um, I know I don't have a like I just did it for the sake of doing it, uh, 
But the thing is, what's this assumption that we can't coexist? Well, you're just assuming Can I speak that. On something? Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So prior to X play, something I've been hearing a lot of people mention X play, X play, X play, X play, X play, which is fantastic. Love Adam Sessler, love Morgan Webb, but Adam Sessler actually had a show previous to that that I actually grew up watching that I have not name dropped for a very long time for fear of bringing up all of these crazy memories with other people. And I feel like when you speak it into existence, a Russian sleeper cell actually comes out to make sure that you they remove the last traces of it from the internet. But it was called Extreme Play, friends. It was called Extreme Play. And then they rebranded re it into X Play. But on Extreme Play, that was a show exclusively with Adam Sessler and friends. He had a very small production team that he ran it with. But he did some of the most mind-blowing things I've ever seen on a cable broadcasting show ever in terms of gaming. All right. Like some of the things that this man would talk about are crazy. A lot of people think that I have radical ideas when it comes to gaming and how I think that consoles are and how I think that consumers should be treated and how I think the gaming structure should be. But like my man, Adam Sessler, started all of it. All right. And like even when I started originally streaming on Twitch, my thoughts were if I could just make it. So that the Sharpie show is just uh, a poor man's version of G4, I will. So when I saw way back when, earlier this year, that G4 was coming back in 2021, my very first thing was, man, Sharpie, if you can be on even that show or any part of that television channel for a singular second and just say play Skullgirls, your life will be complete. That is a huge check mark off your life you can literally stop breathing at that point in time and everything else will be satisfactory you know what i mean and uh of course i'm no longer supporting um or or shilling skullgirls in any case but like that idea is kind of what propelled me into making that video and the very idea that steve thinks that he can beat out that dream is honestly insulting you know, like I'm over here, I've hit up this man's DMs, I don't know how many times, and we're not going to get into it on public, but I will say, I will say to think that you could compete with the Sessler, you know, like I just, what, what gives, man? Like, what's yes. up? Yeah, Steve, what gives? The se he, he's, he's called the Sessler now? <laughs> I'm just saying, we're, 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 he, we're liked, like, about three, legendary... he liked three of my tweets, bro. We're on like a last name basis now, okay? He calls me <laughs> we... Sharpie. I call him Sessler. We pretend like we don't have this super weird, complicated social media network thing going on. You know, it's it's cool. I wouldn't expect you to understand what Sess does in his free time, my guy. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. We're talking I just... about Sess? <laughs> I shortened it even more from Sessler. We're, we're, <laughs> Let me stop. We're talking okay, about... now I'm asking. Now I'm we're... acting ridiculous. I'm sorry. We're, we're, we're <laughs> talking about legendary evo commentator adam sessler here you know honestly it would be a dream for me literally i've listened to seth killian have the opportunity to be there with him, and i feel like as much of a train wreck as that was for commentary it was a legendary unforgettable moment in com in, in, in general gaming <laughs> honestly i'm not going to talk about that commentary moment because as a fighting game commentator i don't derive any pleasure or pride thinking about it but as someone who loves gaming do you understand what that moment is? Do you understand what like what that really is? That is the Cess blessing esports. <laughs> that I'm sorry, I, 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 I think that was up in here. All right. <laughs> so, no, I was actually about to use that. I was actually about to use that rule of threes. Rule of threes. This is the why you're Cess on. bless. <laughs> we're, we're we're hitting things up with the Cess bless. <laughs> 
Aren't you guys happy Shut you up. added me onto the show? I'm ecstatic. <laughs> this is a great choice. Aren't I not hitting, I not hitting that 18 to 30? Did they really? Like they literally announced. Yeah, they announced it while we were on the air. They've got Tupperware on their third. What the fuck, dude? Why are they doing they, this shit when we're on the air? Well, you know what? First of all, good for him because there is no one at all inside this community who has been organizing or grinding the way that I have seen Tupperware do it. He was one of the only Absolutely. people that actually approached me during quarantine about running events for Skullgirls, knowing about the publicity that we got. And I appreciate and respect him, and I am so happy for him. I will publicly say that right now. Good for him he deserves it super happy for him secondly why was i not offered anything huh look 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 david 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 i know we're cool i know we are literally i have you 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 could hit me up to be on the show but like james i couldn't i couldn't get a dm or nothing like that you have my resume like what's up this is this is what I have to settle for. This is what I'm good enough for, really? Okay. Wow. Whoa, whoa, wait no, a minute. I mean, I wait a minute. Here, guys. Wait a minute. <laughs> wow. Wait a minute. So great. So happy. But also, my Hold resume on. is available at resume.sharpypls.com. If any, you know. All right. Well, you know what? Right. Since you're Hold settling, on. why don't you just go over to the Ultra Chin? All right. Anyway, Steve. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. That was funny, and I loved it. That was funny. God damn. That was uh, great commitment to this. Speaking of resumes. Mm -hmm. Both of y'all put out videos to to try and leave me alone in my sadness, and both of y'all are gonna get hired. We know that, but why don't we just play them for the people? Let, well, okay. let, let's let the people see. First of all, I didn't put my video on here because I forgot. Second of all, I don't have high hopes. All right, I I just did it for the heck of it, and I just did it so that I could get on camera and be like, "Hey, look at me!" Right? Anyway. And that's all I have to say about that. I did it, it would because be nice as to... a young girl, literally a preteen, a small black girl who never saw herself inside of gaming, I resonated with Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb, and they brought happiness and joy to me. And if I even was provided a small opportunity to do the same for anybody out here on this earth, be they brown, black, or any color underneath the rainbow, I would be genuinely happy and, and very, very surprised. And that's all I've ever wanted to do inside of gaming. And any opportunity that I'm given to do that, I happily jump on. Whether or not I have to shill a game that I absolutely love or a game that I may not necessarily care about. As long as, I, as long as I'm able to create some form of happiness for other people inside this world, I'm happy to do it. Really. Genuinely. But yeah, I, also the memes. You I mean, know, like I, don't, I don't... Kinda nice. I'm cookie cutter shitty white guy, so... I ain't got nothing. You ain't you can, shitty. You can still Alon. be a great person. You can still be a great person. Alon. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Alon. Look at this. Look cook. at this. I'm set. This is it. This is the end. You're 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 not a cookie cutter guy. You you have a beard that was made by a cookie cutter. But <laughs> more like a lawn. Literally just let's the... not be let's not let's not let's not gross out these expectations here. It's a he long took more. the Christmas tree. Uh, he took the Christmas tree cookie cutter and just like, clomp, clomp. There you go. I wish it was that easy. Five. It took two hours. <laughs> okay. But we Alon, have video guess... footage. Why don't we go ahead and roll it? Yeah, We're running so, out of time, yes. and I'm not using my extension for this one. I'm going to tell you what. But I am. I am. Bam. Okay. Well, here's Sharpie's video, and that's all you're getting because I'm not putting mine up on here. Aw. No Wait, where's the audio? Lovely. Why is it not audioing? Because you muted it earlier for Xbox. There we go. G4. Wait, hold on. Can we start right, over? We start hello, hello, hello. The purple Sharpie here. And I'm applying with... Uh, 
Who who was it again? It's G4. The company is G4. Ah, yes. C4. Interesting that you bring that up. As a matter of fact, I'm actually a huge Junkrat fan. All of my friends say I have an incredibly explosive personality, and I've been a member of the Volunteer Bomb Squad for the past five years now. No, 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 no. Not C4. G4. For gaming? They're looking for a host? Come on, we went over this. We only have two minutes, come on! Right, yes, no, oh my God, a host. <laughs> That's right. See, the thing is, I've been an alien fan my entire life. Xenomurfs is low-key sexy. And during a pandemic, wearing face huggers can actually save your life. In fact, chest bursters are 100% guaranteed to prevent infection. No, no, not like a pair. Ugh. Okay, just get up, you're ruining our chances. I always have to fix everything. You try to be nice. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> Honestly, I've been a G4 fan my entire life. It all started when I was 12 years old and I turned on G4 for the very first time to watch E3 immediately after watching Code Monkeys and X-Play. Oh, sure, just fangirl at him. I'm sure nobody's done that yet. Hey, you had your chance. You decided to be horny for little alien dragons, okay? Don't kink shame me. Why don't you just show some clips and highlights from your stream? Show, don't tell. Incoming hype. Three, two, one, fight. Let's go live. I'm, I'm just taking the volume down so we don't get it muted. That's what? Cool. That's that's a custom-made theme song that oh, I Oh, is it? Okay, then I'm, I'm blasting. So yeah, that was made by I Red Rapper, who wrote for Evo. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. All right, that's, that's my theme me. song. Self sign us out. Huh? Well, I what? apologize. Oh, <laughs> I was just reading some Xenomorph fanfic. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, cut. I'm going to have to re-record this whole thing. See, this, this is why I don't work with amateurs. Hello, hello, hello. Oh Wait, my God, did it start? I got muted. Oh, no, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Do you want me to go back to it? No, Wait. no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Just everyone it's needs to of... understand that the person on that on that actual track is Zade Tabani. He did do the theme song for Evo 2011 with IFC Yikes, Mike Ross, and a plethora of others. And the beat was actually made by Kevin Sparks. And like, literally... That was something that I was very, very proud about getting because I've been wanting to have a remix of the Queen uh, Queen is Back by, uh, oh my god, Donna Summer because I kept getting muted. And I was like, why don't I go ahead and hire some FGC talent to promote all of this so that if anyone's like, anyone's like, where did this come from? I can promote a bunch of fantastic FGC content creators. That's all I ever do. Whenever I need something done for my stream, I always outsource to FGC first and foremost. Smart. So like... That's why when you're like, let me just turn this down so I don't commute. I'm like, I paid a lot of money for that song commission. <laughs> that was expensive. There we go. Who is it? Was Zay Tabani? And who else? Otherwise known as Red Rapper. Was there anyone else involved in it? Or? They both did uh, stuff for Evo. produced the beat. And Zay Tabani actually mixed and rapped on top of it. So, so it's very, so, it's it's a collaborative effort, but um, Zade, Zade, I believe, oh, is owed most of the credit there. Is so, Kevin Sparks Omega Sparks? Later. I'm sorry? Is Kevin Sparks Omega Sparks? Uh, let me grab his Twitter right now. 
Right. So anyway, uh, vote for Trepp. Oh, wait. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I don't. It's not a vote News thing. But vote for Sharpie. Hashtag G four anyway. needs talent, or hashtag G four needs Sharpie right now. They are going there to be go. monitoring both because let me tell you what I am good at, honey, is making myself known inside of this world. Okay? They will see me even if they do not call me. They will see me and they know I exist. So there you go. Guess what, so, Alon? I found up? your video. It's in the chat. Play it. What chat? It's in the Vmix chat. chat. Play I don't it. See it. I don't see it. It's in the Vmix chat. It's literally right there. I'm posting it again. I don't see it. He's refusing to play I'm it. Gonna put, I don't chat, see it. Chat, we it. need you to press ones right now to force Elon to play this video. I don't see it. I, I, I'm putting shy. it in the he show chat. Encouragement. It's in the Let's show chat Let's see some ones now. right now. Let's see some ones in chat, y'all. Let's see some ones. You Let's see some ones. See Let's give Elon our love. I don't see Let's it. Let's do you this. Don't have we want to see this video, Elon. Look at us. You don't have the see nothing glasses. You can't pretend you don't see this. Play the man. video. Yeah, we, Play, we love and support up. you, man. Come on, well, I got my glasses it. on too. My slightly larger glasses. Let's do this. There's a lot better people to love and support. Stop it. Um, stop, stop, Elon. Stop with Elon. the self hate. Play the too damn late. video. It's too You're good enough and people. we love you. Man, that hit hard. Um, okay. We only got five minutes left anyway, so that we can't do anything else. Play the that, video. That says 918, sir. Well, this says 725, and the show ends at 730. Oh, shit. Well, what? all right, fine. Hold on. I'm doing it. Bam! Also, also we're, getting, it. we're getting a couple frame drops, and that's just because I put stuff at the wrong resolution, so everybody just relax. Let's hope that this uh, frame drops its way out of here. So here it is. We love and support you, and Oops. you're good enough. If only that were true. Anyway, here you go. Now, the, the, the shittier audition <laughs> tape... <laughs> Of losers, hi. I'm gonna that's restart a, that's it because that's an important <laughs> setup. Have to run back from uh, losers finals. Yep. Now. And speaking of losers, hi. That's us. That's, that's us. These guys. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Nah. Thank you again, everybody, for joining us for some top eight Tekken Seven action here at DreamHack Austin. Who can call themselves a loser? Laugh about it in front of hundreds of thousands of people and still enjoy themselves and make an entertaining stream. This guy. My name is Elon. I hear G4 is looking for some talent and looking for some uh, greatness. Well, consider this me throwing my hat into the proverbial ring. In 2014, I was a music teacher. I unfortunately got injured, can no longer play music. So I said screw it and decided to follow my actual passion, which is video games. Now, without video games, I wouldn't even be speaking English. I moved from Brazil here to the U.S. in 2000. And where I moved to, unfortunately, had a lot of uh, xenophobic people. So teachers did not know what to do with an ESL student and were kind of abusive about it. So I took it upon myself and my little English to Portuguese dictionary, played lots of video games, and learned how to speak English in order to defend myself. So I have a lot to be thankful for about video games. In the last decade, I've also become a video editor. I've become a stream producer. I've become a camera operator. I've become a technical director. All of this, all just in the service of video games and in sharing the excitement with video games and creating content. On top of all this, I'm also a comedian and an actor. So I've been in front of and behind the camera for the better part of this last decade. And I think it's about time for me to finally get on TV. I've been told I'd look good on TV. But here's the thing. I don't think you want this on TV, right? Because this is pandemic me. You don't want pandemic me. But if you want actor me, this guy, this guy is a lot more attractive than pandemic me. You feel me? So there's my story. That's me. Uh, 
I can't promise you greatness, but I can promise you that I am me, I am authentic, and uh, I look forward to hearing back from you. Does this sound too desperate? Probably. But you know what? I think we all are at this point. Talk to you all soon. <laughs> and there we go. That's so cute! <laughs> I love it. Why are you even ashamed, Elon? That was such a beautiful interview. It was such a beautiful audition tape. Yeah, well, I'm ashamed because I revealed wonderful. too much. I revealed too much. I'll uh, reveal something, too. I played violin for 21 years of my life, and I'm very interested in what what uh, instruments you played. Oh, I was a trombonist, a bass trombonist. Oh, oh, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. No, I get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was giving you credit. That's my apologies. Yeah, no, you're right. No one wants to hear about me and my viola? Well, the viola is the firewood? weird one. <laughs> my viola. Oh my god. Sharpie, no you were my favorite crazy. person. No one respects you're you're advertising this fact? Friends, no you one did the world a violas. favor by stopping. Excuse me. Violas wow. are just violas are just are just people who can't play violins and they're like, "Yo, why don't we just add an extra C string so that people don't really have to try hard?" Like, what are you doing? Did you even go up to fourth position, or did you just put down your, your viola and let the second violins actually cover your part? Like, which one was you? Yeah, Steve. Good night, which Canada. <laughs> See, Sharpie, this is why you're my favorite. As soon as he said viola, we both just jumped right on. <laughs> orchestra. Or, these, are, these, are, these are orchestra and band jokes. You guys wouldn't understand. You guys weren't here for the, FB er for the, for the Facebook era of memes, I'm, I promise you. For sure. <laughs> Um, but great show, are, though. Great yeah, show. we are at 7:30, so we have hit all our topics. Uh, we do have five more minutes on this topic, but I think I accidentally restarted the timer to be completely honest. But you know, who cares? Mm. Um, so that's been us. We'll be back here next week, uh, same bad time, same bad channel. Sharpie will be back here next week, same bad time, same bad channel. If you guys I'm missed permanent, it, sweetie. If you guys missed it at the top of the show, Sharpie's here to stay. It's about time. You know who's I'm not so here to stay? I'm excited and I'm very honored to be a part of fighting game lore and replace Steve, who is now apparently just a disembodied hand that can exclusively give thumb downs and thumbs up. And he's saying thumbs down to not following Sharpie on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at the purple Sharpie on platforms. And remember to use hashtag G4 needs talent and G hashtag G4 needs Sharpie to support myself. Use hashtag G4 needs talent and retweet Elon's video to give him some love, give him some support, and show him that we care. And hopefully we will hear back from all of the fantastic underpaid G4 interns who are probably going to look back at this video and be like, hey, Sharpie's looking out for us. We should definitely make sure she gets a job here. Yeah, but yeah you know thanks so much for watching the show, guys. And remember, remember, all of your favorite fighting game shows have a sign-off. Cut it. Cut it you there, know, Elon. Yeah. Cut it there. I just wanted to add you one know more what? thing and Steve does None too. of them are going to call you back because they all play viola. <laughs> Man, Steve is legit hurt. Uh, just one last thing I wanted to say. We forgot the most important one. If you liked what you're seeing, please follow Best of Five, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Best of E Show. You know what's funny? In like the 80 takes I did for my audition video, 79 of them had me talking about Best of Five. <laughs> the one Aww. that made it was me not talking about Best of Five. But... Um, but yeah, so if you like what you're seeing, please follow the show. Please subscribe. You know, we'll be here next week. We're here every Tuesday uh, until the world ends. Uh, but for now. So, like, December. Yeah, so until December, uh, after we all get our PS5s and Xbox S's and X's. <laughs> um, but for now, anything else before we leave? Last chance. Play games that you love. And remember, every great talk show has an exit line, but we don't. 
Steve, you already said yours. Bye. <laughs>